Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Go hard, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going all in, go all righty, 12.03 back on the fan. This is the Tiki and Tierney Show. we got two more hours before we jump into Christmas and holiday vacation, like many of you will as well. We're back on January 2nd, so this is the last all-in for, for a little bit here before uh, the year 2023 starts here at the fan. All right, uh, I am all-in. I'm actually surprised. I'm, I'm all-in on... Not thinking that I can be this surprised as a Jets fan. Because if you think about this, guys, I mean, really, they're the way they've, what they've given us, or more directly, what they have not given us over the years, there's, we've seen every single script. Yeah. We've seen December collapses with Pete Carroll's team, right? When they went 0 5. We've seen, we've seen butt fumbles. We've <laughs> seen coaches being our coach for 13 minutes and then bouncing. Uh, we've seen, we've seen it all, man. I don't know that I've really quite seen this. This to me, and this is saying something for the Jets, goes down as the most radical implosion. Uh, and I used the word disintegration earlier, and and I'm going to stick with that. I mean, usually they don't mess around with our emotions to this degree. Usually they just stink. Mm-hmm. And usually by Halloween, we're already looking to the draft and saying who we drafted in the top 10. This year is different. I mean, they, you want to talk about a bait and switch? We dropped our line of the ocean. We thought we were pulling up a nice fluke or something. We pulled up a rat mm-hmm. when, we, when, we, when we got it to the boat. I don't know what to tell you except hang in there, get ready for the details. I will post it when I figure out exactly what I'm going to do. But I am also all in on a jetsercism. Mm. That is an exorcism. We are going to burn all of the. Je- I don't know where yet, and I, I, there's going to be some fire codes. We're going to have to. I'm going to have to deal with a lot. I'm going to have to really set this up. We are going to finally end the curse of the Jets because the first time in my life, I actually really think that we are cursed. Mm. I usually don't subscribe wow. to that. How do you not? Take? Yeah, you can't go that way. Look, I'm all I'm all in on actually starting to feel sorry for Zach Wilson because he's been failed by this Jets organization. Mechanically, he's wrong. Processing, he's wrong. His, his football IQ has not progressed like it should progress. We've seen this over the history of the National Football League, whether it's Josh McDaniels with Tom Brady when he gets thrown into an unenviable situation and it turns out to be one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen. But more recently, Pat Mahomes with Andy Reid, Joe Burrow with Brian Callahan, uh, Jalen Hurts with Sirianni, Josh Allen with Dayball, hell, even Daniel Jones with Kafka and at Dayball, uh, Trevor Lawrence, who was the opponent last night with Doug Peterson. When you get good coaching around a young, impressionable, needing some help, 
young quarterback, guess what? Good things happen. And I've gotten tired of Robert Sala saying, oh, this is all instant coffee. It's society, you know, wanting an expediency, and it's not our fault. You've benched him twice. You've benched him twice for reasons. One, he's played terrible, and you're losing your locker room. And so it's either one of two things. Either he's not good enough and you misdrafted him at number two, or something's amiss with your coaching staff. And I I tend to say it's the former, and so you don't have to go fire Michael LaFleur, because when you throw Mike White in there, when you th- when you throw Chris Streveler in there, hell, even Joe Flacco for a little bit of the, the run that he played, or, J- or Josh Johnson last year, they look pretty competent in Michael LaFleur's system. So something is wrong, and it's not us. It's not the fan base. It's not all of the analysts who look at this game and look at his tape, watch him in practice, and say something's not right. Stop making excuses for him. Uh, I feel sorry for him because I don't think he's been coached the right way, but stop making excuses for Zach White or Zach Wilson. I'm going to put my mic on there. I'm all out of whack today because of this team. I think that I don't know that they will. I think that they should uh, on the most exploratory, cursory level. Just reach out to Sean Payton Hmm. and kick the tires, Teak. You mentioned that before. I've said that twice now. Both times I've said that. that What I've heard from you is, hmm. I want to honestly hear your thoughts about that. Just give me, give me a little expound on that. Why why not? I'm not saying he'll take the job. Why not call? First of all, I don't. I don't think I'm ready to fire Robert Sala. Maybe I'm making a change. If I'm keeping Zach Wilson, I'm making a change to the offensive coordinator. Is he going to get rid of his best man? Or, or, or I'm making a change so that Zach Wilson can be salvaged. Right now, he's not salvageable in this system. It just It's clear as day. He looks inept in this system. And, it's, and I don't know whose fault that is. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 again, I'll state it again. It's not ours. Well, I think it's everybody's. It's not, really but I'm saying it's it. not my fault oh, as yeah. an analyst. It's not you. your fault as a you radio host. You take this personal, though. I do take it personal because he keeps saying the same nonsense, right? Oh, we live in this instant coffee society. You know, you don't get a chance to evaluate the guy. You benched him, dude. The reason that – why did you start him in the first place if you didn't think he was ready? And it's, it's circumstantial, obviously, because the team is really freaking good. Right, you got a good defense. You got good skill position play. We say it all the time. Maybe the offensive line needs some help, but by and large, it's a winning team. There is one thing holding the Jets back: it's consistent quarterback play. It's inept quarterback play from Zach Wilson. It's can't stay healthy quarterback play from Mike White. It's I don't give a you know what quarterback play from Joe Flacco. But this team should be good. You should not have lost four games in a row and five out of your last six after the break, going in at seven and three. Right, something is a, is awry, and it's either your quarterback doesn't have it just get rid of him cut bait like a lot of people are saying or you got to change how he's being coached and put him in position to find success like Tua found success like Jalen Hurts found success like Josh Allen found success like all of these other quarterbacks in the NFL have found success it's not our fault we just look at it I go watch the tape and I go see how how bad he missed or messed up Who's coaching him? Who's telling him, hey, Zach, you know what? When that safety's running back on your left side and there's another one creeping down, you might want to just stop for a second before getting hit in your ear hole, right? You see it over and over and over and over and over again. That's not us. That's you or him, right? Or him, yeah. So, or both. Uh, something's got to change. So I'm not firing Robert Sala. By the way, neither am I. I'm I'm just merely wondering about the exploratory call. The reason you would go get Sean Payton is because Sean Payton not only is a phenomenal coach, and I'm biased, obviously, because he was my offensive coordinator, and the reason that I had the career that I had was because of Sean Payton, period. I'm biased. But he is a great head coach. 
We saw it, what he did in New Orleans. We saw what he did with Drew Brees. Um, elevated him to a Hall of Famer, elite Super Bowl champion. Really brought success to a city that was moribund. Mm-hmm. But that latter part, that moribund success to an organization that was horrendous, happened because Sean Payton's influence trickled north meaning it trickled up. Obviously, it trickled down onto his coordinators and the players on the field and, hell, even the equipment staff. Like, they had best practices happening down in New Orleans. But he taught the Bensons how to be leaders, how to be winners, and what it means to be a complete organization. So if you're the Jets, if there is a coach that has a track record of not only helping the team be successful and win a Super Bowl, but also fixing an organization, it's Sean Payton. I obviously... Would I mean I would I mean I'd be jealous, but I would love for the Jets to have a guy like that. Robert Sala might be that guy. Yeah, he's fine. But he's still he's, trigger, fine. he's still figuring out how to be a head coach. I get it, right? So yeah. and he's got a lot of good assets. No question. Of course he does. And I'm not firing him. No, I'm not either. But if you were going to you talk independent of that decision yeah. about Sean Payton, you couldn't go better. You couldn't go better that's than why, Sean Payton. That's why I bring his name up. I just don't know if he wants to step into the world. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That, ha- that has been. And that's a different part of it. You can't control what he wants to do or what he's thinking. You can gauge his thought process, perhaps. Of course. That's, that's of course. what I'm saying. And listen, the other thing is this, too. We, you know, we got to stop saying how good this Jets team is. You know, mm-hmm. uh, first of all. I think they're discouraged, BT. Okay, I gotta you t- might I, be right. I, I gotta t- I gotta, I'm, I'm being honest, and I heard this last night. And I th- they didn't say it. Uh, I think Herb Street said it. It, it might have been Al, but I think it was Herb Street said this. It was it was like late third quarter, maybe even beginning of the fourth quarter, where he said, you know, you know, this defense has been on the field for a long time. They've been holding for a long time. I mean, they gave up seven, they gave up sixteen points, nineteen points, really. The 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 Jaguars have been scoring like thirty, right, forty. Right, the 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 Minnesota Vikings have been scoring, you know, forty points. The, the Detroit Lions, they're number number three scoring offense in the NFL. The Jets' defense is good, but at some point, it just get you get to that feel where it's just like, no matter what we do, it doesn't matter. And if you're a Jets defense, I know, and I know, I know, I'm counteracting you before you say it. I got you. At some point, you j- you just get discouraged. You just you lay down the sword. As much as you want to be the guy and fight and fight, and you just it's like, what are we doing this for? And I I, I felt like that happened last night. I really did. I, listen, I feel you on that. I do. I, I, I'm not going to refute that because I think that that's a part of it, and maybe it's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. There's enough evidence to know the defense is good. That's not my point. Of course. But what I'm I, if you notice, I said the team, yeah. not the defense. Yeah. The offensive line is a disaster. They don't have reliable, big, strong wide receiver. Corey mm-hmm. Davis, get lost. Yeah, he you dropped stink. a lot of passes. Um, and the defense, by the way, you know, I can't pick apart how many times are you going to get burned on a designed quarterback run, which mm-hmm. happens multiple times, multiple weeks, and or not be able to guard a tight end. Like, that defense is good. It ain't special. And then you mix in the other deficiencies with the team. And and I didn't really believe this early on. I thought it was a little lazy. But I, I got to tell you, the more you examine this season in totality, I don't know that it's a stretch to say it. I hate the word lucky because I don't think you get lucky too often at this level. But circumstantially, you know, at, at their high water mark at the apex of this season, they were never that team. Mm. I mean, they beat the third string quarterback for oh, the yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. 
I mean, every team they played had a backup. Pittsburgh backup. But I, but I also yeah. Russell Wilson's a mess. But I also would say you are what you what who you are, like what your record says you are, and you know, winning games is hard in the NFL, and you just find a way to get it done. The Jets were doing that. I mean, they were seven and three. I know the circumstances will say, yeah, that was an easy win, but the the Lions should have been an easy win. The Jags last night, in theory, could have and should have been an easy win. You give up 16 points, you're supposed to win the football game. The Browns game should have been a loss. They could play that game 100 times yes. from two minutes in, down two touchdowns. Yeah. They're not winning any of them. Yeah, well, Lucky win. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I don't I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and again, I'm not saying they're putrid. I'm not saying they're yeah. like an expansion team, but uh, for me, all right, as a fan of this team, I feel as if, myself included, by the way, mm-hmm. overestimated where they were. They are still talented enough to fix this fast, but they're not as talented as I thought they were. That's all I'm saying. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. How about uh, Larry in Jericho? Larry is on the fan. Go ahead, Larry. Hey, guys. Happy holidays to you. What's up, man? Um, you too, Larry. And dejected. Had to console my kids on the way home last night. I don't <laughs> think they've you know, winning season with this team just yet. I've been to 12 of the 15 games this year, so I appreciate your tweet from last night about the disparity of the investment that Jet fans put into this uh, team. <laughs> yeah, you were, he was so, speaking for you, Larry. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that one. But you know, this team certainly outpunched their weight um, this year. You know, with the seven and three start, and then you know the the decline over the last couple of games. And I think you know the team's not ready yet. You know, obviously the coaching's not ready yet. But you know, one particular thing that kind of frustrates me a lot: is we make a big play or we get close to the end zone, and then all of a sudden the play calling, the gadget plays. The wasted plays, like last night, they threw Strebler out after mm-hmm. they turned the ball. They had him lined up as a wide receiver. Yeah. You knew that was not. That's like a wasted play. Run the ball up the middle, and the the quarterback with going in shotgun and then handing the ball off makes no sense. Just run the ball straight up the middle, and they can't figure this out. And that's been a problem with them all season. And it it starts with the play call, and it starts with the offensive coordinator, and they need to fix that, and they need to fix that for next year. Like, all the coaches need to do soul-searching, and maybe you need new ones. Like, it's just not working right now. No, you're not wrong, you know, Larry. I think that's that's kind of what I've been saying, is that something is is, is off. And I'm saying the team is not bad. Appreciate your call, Larry. Happy holidays to you and your kids. Sorry for the bad jet feel heading into the holiday weekend but we've been saying this for a while something something is a, is amiss with either zach uh, certainly with the play calling with zach at quarterback because when zach's not the quarterback things just seem to operate now i'm not saying chris streveler is a elite quarterback um and can throw the ball 35 times and win a football game for you but he played with a pace like it was a it was a demonstrable difference when he was in the game. This how fast he was executing and how definitive he was with what he was trying to do. I said the exact same thing about Mike White when he played against Chicago, like how fast he makes his decisions. He gets to the snap of the ball, 
You got a you got a slant or whatever coming on one side, and it's not there. He chunks it down to his running back. Now Zach did that once, and they mentioned it. It was early in the game. He, he threw it to uh, Bam Knight sitting in the flat. They had a they had a go route on the outside with Elijah Moore, and he looked at it for a little bit. Yes, and, and then he looked. Wasn't he, there right away. Looked, yep. He, but still, it, he was really late getting it to Bam Knight. It's just kind of like. You see that. You see the safety has is on top. So unless you can throw that back shoulder throw, which I don't know if he has the the uh, the anticipation. Well, not the anticipation, but like the like the chemistry. Okay. I don't know if he has the chemistry with Elijah Moore. I don't know if I've seen him throw a back shoulder throw by design uh, well, ever. Well, I mean, they showed the play where they checked down. It was a good play. I mean, it picked up like twelve yards yeah, or whatever it was. Fine with it. But like. If you are in sync with your wide receiver, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's a go. He's running a straight go. Beat, gets off the line of scrimmage. Elijah Moore's running a go. If the cornerback who's guarding him is is trailing, throw that ball out in front. Let your guy go run and catch it. Right. Make sure it's on the sideline so he can't get an inside hand on it uh, and knock it away. Throw it on the outside and let him go run and catch it. If the cornerback is on top of Elijah Moore, as it was in this case, smash it on his back shoulder. Right, throw it right at him, you know, 25, 20 yards downfield, right at his back shoulder. The cornerback won't see it because he's on top of him. Mm-hmm. He turns around and he catches it. It's a 30 yard game, right? Instead, he waits and waits and waits and waits and then just throws it to, to Bam Knight, which was the smart play, but it wasn't, it wasn't exercised with like urgency. It just felt like, I don't know, there's just something not right with Zach Wilson <laughs> playing quarterback for the New York Jets. And I know that's like an, like a, like a dismissive, lazy statement, but something's not clicking, and you see it on even the good plays, and that's that's why I'm troubled by the, mm-hmm. the circumstances that the Jets find themselves in. You know, real fast, you talk about how uh, the energy that Streveler brought to the game right away that was that was obvious. I would even say to me, what's I think most disconcerting as you you know incorporate Zach Wilson to the equation is that the energy of the guys around Streveler immediately peaked. Yeah. And yeah. the guys around Mike White, the energy immediately peaks. Zach, it's just, it's like they're dead out there. Mm-hmm. It's like they're dead. It is a real strange dynamic, man. I mean, I can see if you're playing like with a complete jerk. And you know, I'm just not running. I'm not getting hurt for this guy. I'm not selling out for this guy. That's not the case, no. but boy, there is a disconnect. It is undeniable. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Lil Metallica, here we go. Who wants some tickets? Call their number 10. We're going to hook you up. 540-WFAN. 866-540-9326. Your chance for a couple of tickets, two days. Can I go? You can. <laughs> hey, you see, you see, you really like Metallica. No, no, I don't, so. but, you know, it could be fun. It is good. <laughs> could be fun. It's going to be awesome. Metallica's M72 World Tour, and uh, it's a little doubleheader, basically. No repeat weekend at MetLife in August, the 4th on a Friday, and then you get to chill on Saturday, and then right back to it on Sunday. So August 4th and the 6th, if you win, call their 10. Both concerts, two nights, two different sets, two different opening acts from our friends at Live Nation. Go uh, purchase tickets. Visit LiveNation.com. That will be a lot of fun. August 4th, yes, we could go to the Metallica concert. We could sit in the parking lot, have a couple of beers, and wonder about the Jets quarterback situation as we get ready for the 2023 season. Fun. Yay. 
Hey, by the way, and I know I'm not alone on this. Right? Yes. Indulge me for uh, 30 seconds. Yes. Well, I always say that. No, we'd make it a minute. <laughs> I know. You know, last night was game day. Tomorrow's really game day oh, at yeah. my house. Oh, yeah. You know what this is, right? Yeah, it is. It you, is. You know what time it starts? No. Guess what time you think it starts? The prep. Um, let's see. It's going to be... The, the prep. The prep. Not like the we're going to have a little noshing, a little something. No, no, the prep. The prep. We're, I'm going to say the feast. 8.45. Uh, it's close. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock <laughs> with, with my mom and Jen. Cold seafood salad. Nice. Angel hair pasta with lobster tails. Baked clams. Fried shrimp. Fried scallops. Fried filet. Fried whitings. My dad likes those. Mm. Um, rice bowls. Bacala for the old school. Dude. It is going to be on. I'm going to have to swing through for leftovers. Dude, yeah, <laughs> listen, you better get there early because there ain't a lot left. I always take uh, some leftovers to the police station yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's, cool. that's cool. But uh, uh, I know many of you guys and gals enjoy the uh, the Feast of the Seven Fishes. It is t- it's my favorite day of the year. So I uh, can't wait. Hopefully you guys have a great meal. It's obviously not just mm-hmm. about the food and the presents. We know the greater meaning yeah, of Christmas. It's about family and being and family for sure. And- and but I, was, I can't wait there. Yeah. What's uh do you actually have the seven all seven? We have seven type, yes. Yeah. yeah. We actually well, now that we might have more. Hold on. So the lobster tails is one, baked uh-huh. clams is two, shrimp, scallops, filet, whiting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is six bacala. But then the seafood salad has like uh, three yeah. or four different. So yeah. we're really like ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know your partner. The feast of the tin fishes. Nothing conservative about them. Oh, <laughs> They're going to go all the way. Well. <laughs> exactly. So enjoy the meal. Enjoy the travel. Be safe. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be freezing yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, don't, Nine degrees. Don't is that what Rico was saying? Yeah. The, well, <laughs> that's the temperature. I think the real feel is probably close to zero. I mean, it's really bad because of the wind. Yeah. But then, by the way, a yeah. week from. Sunday, it's meaning 60. the what the the weekend of New Year's, uh, the yeah, following week, yeah, yeah. It's sixty. Yeah, we, it's funny because I already sent the text to the guys I coach with. Hey guys, it's going to be fifty-seven degrees next <laughs> week. Let's get the, the kids on the field. Sure, <laughs> let's get them on the field. Get some work. Uh, how about Tony in Yorktown? Tony is on the fan. What's up, Tony? Well, first thing is, uh, um, I was at the Jet game last night. I haven't missed a Jet home game in forty-two years. You said that this is the biggest collapse ever. Completely disagree. Nineteen eighty-six. Ten and one lost. The, everyone's figuring Super Bowl. Um. The last five games, it was a disaster. Nineteen ninety three. All they got to do is win one of their last three games to make the playoffs. Yeah. They lose all three, including a game up in Buffalo where Carrie Blanchard missed three field goals, yeah, no. and they end up losing sixteen to fourteen. So yeah. <laughs> this is actually commonplace if you are a 
if you've been with the Jets for a while, and I haven't missed a home attending a home game since 1981. So this is par for the course. Hey, yeah. Tony, is that? Let me ask a question. Were you there last night, Tony? He said, he said, yeah. Yeah. I was there last night. How, how long half. did you stay? I left at halftime. Yeah. Wow. I, I left at halftime, and by the time I got mm. back in my car, pulled out of the parking lot, the Jets had already gone three and out yep. to start the second half. <laughs> yeah. So, it was, so <laughs> I, I, I realized I made the best decision. Yeah, it was funny because I was as I was watching the game, and they kept showing – they were tight shots of the Jets crowd. Yes. And I, I wanted to see a large, like a big one. I'm like, how many people are weathering this? Evan like, Roberts it, it, was, it had to be at least – 60% empty. Yeah. I sit Is that true? In the end zone. No My section way. was probably about 70 to 75% empty. So you know you're what? telling me, hold on, you're telling me 60% of the stadium was empty? No way. The upper bowl But Tony, alone, you're saying left. You mean they left. The, no, no, no. The upper bowl alone. I could, I could text you. I could tweet you a picture. The upper bowl alone. Maybe it was thirty percent full. Oh wow! Maybe it was thirty percent full in the upper bowl. The downstairs between the fifties and the end zones were pretty crowded, but for the most part, uh, it, you can tell. I, I usually get there three hours early. I got there right before game time, and I parked in my usual spot in the yep. parking lot, which I have a you know close parking. I clo- park close was at least fifty percent empty. So I, I did right notice that. With, yeah, I, I, know, I was driving back, and, and sometimes it depends on the traffic. I'll take the Hollander or the Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And just based on the way the hollow was really jacked up when I left the station, I, I'm, I'm going to go home to Lincoln today. But even though knowing the Jets were playing, I'm like, that could be a mess as well. But when I passed MetLife on Route 3, there, there was nobody in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. This is 4 o'clock. Yeah. Because I had to do something in the city before I went home. It was, it was pretty – how have you not missed a game since 81? Are you married? No <laughs> weddings? No kid? Like, never sick, God forbid? That's amazing. Well, it is it's, it is a sickness, as I texted somebody last time. But, yes, I am married, and the understanding was, hey, you know, I started going to Jet Games a long time before I met you, so uh, yep, yep. There, there was an understanding yeah. there, and, and, and it's all cool. Yeah, right? honey, you're you know? welcome to come, but I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> does, she, yeah. does she ever go? I, I, up until we got engaged, she used to go all the time. We got engaged, and that was the end <laughs> oh, of it. she got you. Yeah, you were still she court. You, no, he was still courting her. Then <laughs> no, they got no, married. No, no, no. Carrie wanted to go with his boys. Like, I'll go exactly. with you. I'm the you great. Know, I, I'm the best woman talk. ever. I can go with you. Uh, you know, I'm not going anymore, honey. About, about live aid, and yeah. I went through that whole thing. Yeah. What you when you played? Uh, Do they know it's Christmas? That actually came out in November of 1984. Okay. okay. That was the English version. That was the post-Led Zeppelin artist, the Spando Ballet. I know Spando oh, Ballet, sure. of course, yeah. Okay. Now, they sing True and some other, yeah, So, like, Tony, Straits. did they do it again? Did well, they... what happened was, in the spring of nineteen, They did a British version, too, I think. We got the American version. Okay. Which was We Are the World, which was Michael Bolton. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Bruce Springsteen and Michael Jackson was sure, there. Sure, yeah. sure, that's and the big one, yep. And what happened was, in, in the July of 85, they had the Live Aid concert, which I was at the Philadelphia uh, version of. The concert was in London, and the concert was in Philadelphia. Now, everybody knows the concert now because of the Queen performance. Mm-hmm. But really, back then, oh, the that's the same one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. was Phil yeah. Collins. I got it. Phil Collins started the show in London, got on the, uh, the Concord, made a uh, transatlantic flight, played one song in Philadelphia, then introduced the reunion of Led Zeppelin, which is why I was there. Because wow. Paul Jones, Robert Plant, yeah. Cage got back together for the first time since Bonzo died. And it was a day-long affair. And oh, that's amazing. Day, it's one of the best days of my life. I was going to say, that sounds like it, dude. Fantastic concert. Such a fantastic Tone, aside from that one, you seem like a, a real music guy, which is also best concert slash best venue. And what, what was the concert? Was it Zeppelin somewhere in the 70s? I saw Zeppelin. 
Zeppelin opening night, <clears throat> June 7th, 1977 at the Garden. I was a little kid. Wow. But I was a Zeppelin fan at the time, and it just blew me away. It's funny. You talked about Phil Collins. Yep. I saw Genesis at the Garden in, in July of 1978 expecting nothing. I saw, I've seen Queen four times. I saw Zeppelin. I've seen, I've seen them all, the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Bill Collins, hands down, is the best front man. Yeah. He was funny. He was engaging. He, he kept the crowd into it. Better than Mitch. Uh, better than Mitch. Better than Mitch. Better than Mitch. Oh, hands down. Hands really? Down. I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I like huh. the Stones and I like Jagger, yeah. but it, it gets old. Different, after different strokes, anyway. also, obviously, yeah. different strokes for different folks. That's interesting. All right, it's right, a good history, man. Good stuff, Tony. Tony. Have a great weekend, man. Happy Merry holidays, Christmas, dude. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, pal. Wow, that I guy's love, been doing I love guys concerts. like that that have done that have like lived. Yeah, lived it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for and, sure. You like know. I, you know, it's funny because I we've talked about this. I've seen a, some some fairly good concerts. You know, Elton John, Billy Joel, um, Roger Waters, mm-hmm. uh, the Eagles. I mean, I've seen some pretty good ones. Aerosmith, right? If I could transport myself to like the seventies to see a concert, well, you know, yeah. before our time, early seventies, like post Woodstock, barely. I might go to a Zeppelin con, and I'm not even a huge. I like Zeppelin. I'm not like a Zeppelin head, so to speak. I like them, and I like probably six, seven of their songs. But I'm not a crazy fanatic. Yeah. But I feel like a Zeppelin concert in the '70s would be insane. James Brown. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different energy. Oh, of course, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Listen, his 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 role in Rocky Four. I know. Was amazing. I know. He was still rocking it, yeah. right? I, uh, I, I, the Zeppelin, you know, I, I think I would probably do Zeppelin. Yeah. That's the one I would probably do. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Twelve forty-three. It's Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. We got you till two. Corner Roberts coming up after us, and uh, then we'll see you on January second. See you next year. Almost, uh, almost time to recharge the batteries, but we still have a lot to do here. We got another hour and fifteen minutes. Plenty of phones. We'll get the picks. Uh, Sharp Tierney. Hopefully, get you some winners. By the way, how about I mean. This NBA stuff is. I mean, I, I got to pat my own back here. <laughs> Dude, you nailed like, another one last night. You might need to go out to Vegas. It's getting stupid here. Get a get a part time job. I might sharpen I like basketball. It. I might. What do you think? <laughs> hey, you could do it. That's the one I always seem to do the best. I know. In. I don't. I don't know. You have a feel for it. I don't. Basketball baffles me sometimes, but you keep nailing them. <laughs> <laughs> so nailing far, them. so good. I mean, uh, this is like four to five basketballs in a row. It, but it's like seven of eight, and yeah. we've been on a nice NBA streak here. Atlas, it always ends. It's gambling. Yeah, it happens, but uh, hopefully it doesn't happen anytime soon. Kenny on Staten Island. Kenny, what's happening, buddy? What's up, You're on Kenny? the fan. How are you? Uh, hanging in there, guys. Hanging in there. First of all, the best <laughs> of you and your family. Thank you. That doesn't sound good, though, Kenny. <laughs> you too, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listen, I, 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 I've been going through these games for 40-plus years as a season ticket holder. And to be honest with you, I think I'm packing it in to going out to that game, the games, because it's just – it's the same old Jets. I don't care how you slice it. And and here's the other thing. I'm at this game last night, and, and the previous caller, he's right. The stadium was was pretty empty. It was. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they didn't and, show it. They didn't show it a lot on Amazon. They just kind of yeah, showed. So, these, they showed these tight like bunches of kid, people, but nothing like massive view. Probably on yeah, purpose. And like I said, I, like I said, I've been doing this for years, and I'm just getting sick of it. I'm not getting any younger. 
And it just, it takes a toll on you watching this mess. And here's the email I get today from the New York Jets. <laughs> oh, well, this is today? Uh, this is today. I get okay. an email. Thank you for attending last night's game. Please proceed to the survey. survey. You know what the survey was about? If no. I like the music, if I like the <laughs> dance cam, the kids oh, cam, the video highlights, nothing about the game. Mm. I didn't select any of that. I went to right where it said leave comment, and I put in the comment, it's all about winning games. I'm not there for the music. Yep. I'm not there for the dance cams. I'm not there for the kiss cams. I couldn't care less about the entertainment. <laughs> I'm there to watch football. I've been to almost every NFL stadium. And when I go to the games on the road, I have a better time. Yep. And also, you don't get none of these distractions. Listen, BT, you were in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You don't see any w- what goes on at MetLife. Nope. None of the. All about that. football. It's all yep. about football. Yep. I'm sick of between the plays blasting music for no reason. Well, I don't mind the music. I, I, I kind of like the music. But really, at the end of the day, Kenny, all that matters to me as a fan, whether I'm at MetLife, whether I'm in Green Bay, whether we're in Dallas, which we're doing next year with the Jets, and you guys can keep an eye on that trip, or Vegas as well with the Jets there. I'll, all- I'm, I'll, I, that's what I'm, I'm going to target is, listen, I've been, like I said, I, I go to the road games, and that's where I'm going to spend my hard-earned money is at road games. Vegas yeah, or Dallas? Uh, I'll be doing both. Oh, nice. Okay. But all I care about. And I already have. I already have Miami booked for this year, but you know what? Ugh. I might not even go to the game. I mm. just might spend the day on the beach. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, that tells you all you need to know. My good God, Kenny. Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank but you, Kenny. Oh, listen, I start. All I care about is when I go to a game. The only thing that I care about, number one, the product that I'm watching, and number two, how I time out my trips to one, the concession to get a beer, mm-hmm. or two, go to the bathroom to release what I just drank. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Yeah. No, That's it. Yeah, the other stuff is not... Kiss cams not, at a football game. Are you kidding me? I mean, me? you do that stuff at, at college games. You do it at the Nick game. You do it at yeah. an NBA game. There's a little downtime. It's uh, There's 82 games. Many of them are meaningless. You don't mess around with that nonsense during a football yeah. game. Show replays. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kiss cam? Mm. We're still doing it? Come on. Al's in Pittstown. What's going on, Al? How are you? Hey, do BT. Hey, bud. What's up? Christmas to you and your family. Likewise, Al. Merry uh, Christmas. Right back to you. Two quick things. Two quick things. First off, bottom line, Zach Wilson just stinks. That's it. I mean, we can blame offensive line, play calling, uh, defense. When you bring in a fourth stringer and you bring in Mike White and you bring, you know, uh, I believe Johnson from last year, they can move the ball on a consistent basis and this guy can't. That's it. And that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. It starts with the quarterback. End of, discuss- end of discussion, end of story. Um, so that, that, that's problem number one. Problem number two, in my opinion, I, I think Joe Douglas gets a pass. I mean, he had a great draft this year. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But, you know, he, he picked the guy Beckton, left tackle, left, left pick overall. The guy's been a bust. Then he followed that up with the most important pick in the Jets franchise, and he picked Zach Wilson, number two, a kid out of BYU, had one good year playing against inferior competition, and he passed on Justin Fields, a kid from Ohio State, takes the team to the national title, tough as nails, and is a player. So, and he has tons of cap money. Well, what has he done besides this year's draft? Yeah, well, this year's draft was good, and you can't, you can't, you can't discount this year's draft. You can't discount the free agency. 
But I remember those conversations that we were having in real time about Justin Fields versus Zach Wilson. And I got to tell you, Zach Wilson was a combine marvel because you didn't necessarily trust the BYU tape, especially after the Coastal Carolina game. Mm-hmm. But the the combine or the pro day, I guess it was, he was, I mean, making throws that were just unbelievable. And I, it, it, you just get enamored with someone who has that kind of arm strength and an ability to throw the ball that way. You prob- probably also, if you're Joe Douglas, you get enamored with his presence. Because I got to be, Zach Wilson has a presence when you're around him. Like mm-hmm. you feel, you feel him when you're when he's in the room, and that's a good thing, um, unless the production doesn't match it, which is what I think is happening right now. And I remember those conversations between him and Justin Fields. It was like, man, Justin Fields probably has more work to do, but he's such a comes from such a good background, like a a football background that you know he's going to figure it out at some point. And he's starting to figure it out slowly with the with the with the Bears. I mean, talk about a bad offensive line. He's scrambling for he's running for his life. But at this point, would you rather have Justin Fields or you would you rather have Jack Wilson? Fields. I think most people would say Fields. Yeah. Just because uh-huh. it still feels like there's an upside. Yeah. And I don't love with, the way he throws the ball. I don't either. I but, really don't. But it feels but. like there's still an upside. And if there isn't anything if you can't if he can't make, you know, accurate throws he can. He's a runner. Yeah, but eventually that expires. So that doesn't really truly does. excite me either. But can we just get a guy who could throw. Yeah, but it's harder. It's easier said than done. It so is. Josh, That's their Josh, job to throw. Josh Allen wasn't a great thrower. I understand that. He was a great athlete, and he still is. Mm-hmm. And eventually, he evolved into that. I mean, it's funny because what's the most important thing for a quarterback? Like, is it the is it the arm strength? No. Is it the is it the accuracy? I, it's it's two things to me: anticipation and intelligence. Yeah, yes, Intel, I would say intelligence and confidence. Right? Because forget the forget the physical side. Intelligence, like I know what I'm seeing, I know what you're trying to do, and I have an answer. Yeah. Versus confidence that and not versus, but paired with confidence. Because then you say, I know I have, I know what's happening, and I know how to make that throw. And I don't think Zach has that. He even said it after the game. He's like, I'm just searching for my confidence. And he doesn't have it. It's gone. It's why he's second-guessing everything that he does out there. Mike White has confidence. He, and he trusts what he sees. And he just he throws the ball. Streveler had confidence last night. All right. Uh, that, that, that one read that they give me is not open. You know what? I'm going to tuck it. I'm going to truck who's ever in front of me. All right? I know it's short-term for me. Not, I'm not their quarterback of the future. I'm going to go try to be a catalyst for something. Zach doesn't have confidence right now, and it's hard to be successful when you lack confidence. I have a question for you here, Teak. So, you know, last couple of years, the Jets have had a lot of extra draft choices. Yeah. And, and, you know, last year they obviously popped on a bunch there. Thank you, Jamal Adams. Yep, we'll take that. I wish, boy, I wish they could do something like that again. I mean, I wish Jamal Adams just kept giving us these gifts here. We'd actually be good. Uh, But next year is a little more conventional. 2023 Mm -hmm. NFL draft. They've got one first-round pick, a second, a third, a fourth. Uh, this pick with the Jaguars will not transfer because uh, Robinson's not going to rush for 600 yards. So anyway, they, it's really just a pick, and I won't bore you with the, the sixth round. There's a lot of different configurations, whatever. It's too convoluted. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and fifth. Because their roster is is pretty good, and AVT will be back next year, mm-hmm. you have to get, I think, one more safety. Um, you got to determine a few things. Corey Davis, do you cut a couple of guys? Mosley, whatever. Yeah. Are you? Would you even consider 
Because there's the Rodgers route, if you want to think about that. There's the Brady route, if you want to think about that. Would you consider trading up and move, and drafting a quarterback in the first round again? Not with this coordinator. Okay. No. But let's say the coordinator's appealing. Do you like the talent that is coming out of college enough to incentivize the there's, Jets there's one, to possibly move up and do that? There's one kid I like, C.J. Stroud. That's it. That's, and he's going to the Texans. Yeah, I believe he is. Even though I saw somewhere that Texas were going to take Bryce Young, which makes no sense. Really? To makes no sense that they would take Bryce Young. Um, but I like C.J. Stroud. That's it. But based on what the Jets have asset-wise and other teams coveting quarterbacks, you you're, don't think it's you're not getting, very you're not getting, plausible that they do something like that? No. It's going to have to come be a trade. Yeah, Garoppolo, yeah, Rod, yeah. You're not Rogers, getting C.J. Stroud. You're not, even getting, you're not even getting Bryce Young. Okay. And then Levis, Richardson... Who are the other ones? I the mean, kid from Florida. Florida. Richardson, right? Yeah, I said Richardson. Oh, I'm sorry. Levis. Yeah. I don't think the other guys are coming out or any even any good. The other mm-hmm. guys are all second-round projects. Just, okay. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's, it got Do you per- take a quarterback in round two? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Two or three. Maybe. But then how do you – yeah, and, and I would be okay with that if it's the right guy. But how do you then go to camp with Zach, Mike White, yeah, and a kid a he just ra- exactly. drafted around you two need, or three? You need a vet. I guess Mike White is your vet? You need a vet. See, what's going to really actually help the Jets. This is a hard offseason upcoming for the Jets. It is tricky, boy, because White's probably, he'll probably play the next two games if he's right, but there's not going to be enough on film Mm -hmm. to entice somebody to give him big money. Mm -hmm. So the Jets get a little lucky here that he got hurt, even though it probably ruined their season. Uh, but in terms of money that he would have earned in all probability, it 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 just complicates it. It is a murky mess. Well, to, I don't know what I, the heck's going to well, happen. Well, here's the, I really the, don't. the big challenge is going to be, and this is what I think is going to be their biggest challenge is that you you can't have both of them back. So you either moving off of Zach, you know, and bringing in a young another young guy, and Mike White's your you know your starter, or you're moving off Mike. And keeping Zach and bringing in someone to compete with. The him. only way that I would say I disagree is if the market for Mike White is frigid mm-hmm. and you could get him for a couple of million bucks. Yeah. Like, which yeah. I don't think is going to happen. Somebody's going to give him eight, nine, mm-hmm. two year deal, 21 million guaranteed in that neighborhood. Enough. He's intriguing enough. He is. But if the money's at least somewhat more palatable than that, I, it's not ideal mm-hmm. and it's probably going to blow up and not work. I, there is a small window in my mind where. Zach and Mike White are on the team next year. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it guarantees, but I'd leave the door slightly ajar. I wouldn't bet much on it, though. 877-337-6666. That's our number. We got another hour on the fan right here on the, what is it, Thursday, Friday? It's Friday on this uh, almost Christmas Friday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 